Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Lawrence Holmes, a.k.a. Loho. I appreciate you listening to today's episode. I wanted to go back over some of the stuff that I did with Wilson Contreras and, and Albert Almora Jr. when I had them on the On Deck series, and you can listen to that on 670thescore.com the whole hour. It was really tremendous. I had a lot of fun. Um, I had more fun than than I expected to because I'm, as I've talked about sometimes on this podcast, I am uncomfortable with doing shows out in public and having those two guys there and, and them being as good and as funny as they were made things a, a lot easier for me. But even inside of those conversations about baseball and we had a little bit of fun with Albert Almora about his hair and all sorts of stuff, there were a couple of serious topics that I wanted to one of them in particular, because it has to do with baseball and, and netting, I wanted to get back to. Now, it, you'll remember earlier this season, Albert Almora Jr. was playing. The Cubs were playing the Astros. He hit a ball into the stands, and it hit a four-year-old girl. And it was a horrible scene. Everyone who was around it remembers what it looked like. It was an absolutely horrible scene. Albert is an emotional guy and he took it he took it very hard. Like it was difficult for him one to continue playing and Joe Madden even said on my show that he had thought about taking Albert out of the game. And and Albert was able to compose himself and finish the game while this this young girl was being taken to the hospital. Now I haven't gotten any real like official word on it, and you'll understand why when you hear Albert talking about this. But I'm I'm hopeful that this young girl has recovered or is still on the road to recovering fully from it. It's a horrible, horrible thing that happened. Now I've talked a little bit on the show about this. Uh, I'm a a partial season ticket holder over at the White Sox, and. I used to have two tickets on the 100 level, and it was cool. You know, I, was, I was being able to like scout out your seats, like that sort of thing, was really cool. My seats were in section 148, which is basically foul ball alley. To a right-handed hitter, it's absolutely foul ball alley. And when I would go to games, whether I was taking my wife or my dad or my mom, like I, I was uncomfortable. In those seats, because you kind of have to keep your head on a swivel. And it's a difficult thing. I love baseball. I feel like when I go to a game, I, I pay as much attention as anybody at a game. But there are built-in distractions that come with going to a game. I'm someone who tries to keep track of what, what else is going on. So I'm on the at-bat app. These are, these are all things that Major League Baseball puts in place for us to act as a distraction. The the ballpark app where they offer you special stuff. Like those are a couple of the apps along with Twitter and Instagram and, and everything else that I might be doing while I'm watching a game. It lends itself to not that you could stop it anyway. Like that's the, the thing that bothers me about the argument about netting and not you can pay all the attention you want. I'm someone who played baseball at a fairly high level, right? I'm not out there with my my mitt. 
And you're telling me that if Aloy Jimenez hits a screamer at me that I'm supposed to catch it because I'm paying attention? Now, ask yourself this question. If I put you at third base with a mitt and you were fully paying attention, how do you think you would fare against a a screamer off the bat of Aloy Jimenez? or Yoan Moncada, or Jose Abreu, or Albert Almora Jr., or whomever. You wouldn't fare very well. Now let's add in the element of there being people in between you and the ball. So even if you are someone who is vigilant in your watching of the game, there's going to be someone who's going to obscure your view. Let's run the same scenario. I'm going to put you on the left field line. You're going to be behind third base. But I'm going to put five people in front of you that move in a different direction as the ball is hit. Now try to stop it. Pretty difficult. So it, it bothered me that my seats were there, and I, because of the the da- the inherent danger, I moved them. Now I was at a game a couple weeks ago. Luckily, I was in a booth. I was in a suite, and I looked down. There was a foul ball that Aloya Menes hit, and it hit a woman who was in the area where my old seats were. And I, I was right above it, and I saw the whole thing. And this woman got absolutely nailed. And the, the, the White Sox did a great job. The paramedics did a wonderful job of getting to her and, and treating her. But the problem is still, how in the world is someone supposed to enjoy a baseball game if they have to worry about screaming line drives coming their way? I know it's not very old school. I know that that there are people who are like, oh, just pay attention. I know that. I get that. I just think that you're asking too much in an age where we are often distracted and when teams themselves are offering some of the distraction. Go to a game and focus in on on what's happening on the scoreboard, on the jumbotron. There's stuff going on all the time. There's information for you to digest all the time. So I'm all for netting. And it looks like the White Sox and the Nationals are kind of the first two teams that have at least thrown the trial balloon out there that they're going to extend netting all the way down the, the left field line. And I understand that there are people who are worried about their view and all that stuff. I, I, I've i said it before on other podcasts. I think it's nonsense. I think that if you look at the most expensive tickets in the ballpark, they are behind a net and no one's view is obscured. It's not. And what does it tell you that I took what are considered worse seats for safety? I moved up to the 500 level and and I'm behind home plate in the 500 level because I didn't want to deal with that anymore. Getting back to Almora, because I wanted you to hear it from him. He's done, he's done a lot of soul searching and a lot of thinking about this. So he talked about why this is an important thing. And he starts off in this section talking about the little girl and how it impacted her life and subsequently his life. They they want a complete privacy, so obviously uh, I'm gonna respect that. But um, 
um, yeah, that's all. I mean, it's a it's an unfortunate thing, but as long as she's okay, that's I mean, that's all I can really ask for. And now seeing that there are a bunch of teams that are starting to look at the 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 netting all the way down and around the the, the lower section, how does that make you feel as as someone who went through this? Man, I mean, it's um, uh, I mean. I'm I'm just gonna say it as as a as a fan and as a father. There's no reason, no reason at all that I'm gonna take my boys to a baseball game and have to think or even assume that there could be an injury to either of them, and then then have to, you know, we have to go to the hospital or whatever the case may be. There's there shouldn't be a, a a thought in my mind about that. I should go and enjoy a game and see a beautiful game and and just enjoy it and not have to worry about injury. And it, it sucks because even if the, 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 there's injuries that don't get put on, on, on in, uh, whatever, on, on ESPN or whatever, there, but there's eight to ten people that go home with bruises or worse. Because we see them. We see, we see balls get smoked in, stand, in the stands. So in, in that aspect, I, don't, I, I really don't, to be honest with you and to everybody here, it's, it's an uneasy topic to talk about because I don't want – this to be looked at uh, to for me to like oh I hope you're alright or like uh, for you to oh how, how are you feeling with the netting but because I'm not the victim you know what I mean I'm, I was a part of an unfortunate event that that um, that's touched me and will and and then will I will never forget but um, I don't want to be the guy that the people think of when they you know what I mean. I no, want. I, I, I want to be. Um, I I think the families and the 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 people that that have gone through horrible um, events in, at a baseball game should be the ones that they're. Hey man, we're doing these for you for you guys. We're not doing this to to save players, you know, or for from from emotion and stuff like that. The, the way I reacted, I think everybody in this room would react the same way if they saw what I saw, and we're a part of that. So, and I I, I have to give. Um, a tremendous credit to to my teammates um, that 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 were there and and you know that that really helped me go through all this. Obviously, my family, but um, yeah, man. Be, I like I said, I'm not the victim. I wasn't the one that that, that had to go through that, but um, it happened. It came off my bat, and um, and I saw it. I saw it. I saw the whole thing, and that's something obviously that I'll never forget. I'm pretty much down with everything that Almora had to say about this subject. The only thing that I would offer to him if we would have had more time is that, yes, obviously the the four-year-old is the, the person that we should be paying the most attention to. That being said, we shouldn't ignore the impact that – it had on Albert Almora, and we shouldn't ignore what that does to a person. If 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 we're in a a situation where, like if, like a fight situation, for example, where you feel like you you have been threatened and you fight someone and you harm someone, yeah, there's going to be remorse because no one wants to harm someone, but at least there there is. 
an easy way to justify harming that person because harming that person kept you from being harmed. In Almora's case, he harmed a, a helpless little girl. And trying to process that information is not easy. The, the amount of emotion that goes into it, the, the amount of soul-searching thinking that goes into it, it's not an easy thing to overcome. So while I, I find his, his gallantry and, and empathy appealing, I, I think that he makes an incredible argument about not keeping, not forgetting that this impacted this little girl and her family. It also impacted Almora. It impacted the people who were sitting in the section around this little girl. It impacted Almora's teammates. It impacted the security guards, the, the ones that were very empathetic and, and gave him a shoulder to cry on. I don't want him or anyone to ignore that there is an, an actual emotional toll on a player here. It's not the most important thing, but we shouldn't ignore it and act as if it's not important. The, Almora has to go through some processing and some healing on this too. Because as you heard, he is very passionate about this now. And I think that he's a, a great advocate. It's a perfect voice to talk about why this needs to happen all the way around the game. But his mental state and his emotional baggage after dealing with that are are things that should be explored. That, that, that we shouldn't just go, okay, well, the kid's okay, so Albert should be all right. What he saw was horrible, and anyone who's been through anything tragic can attest to this that it takes time to work through all of those things, especially if you are somehow responsible. And it, as Almora said, it came off my bat. Now, we all know that this wasn't done with intent. He didn't, he didn't seek to, to hit a screamer into the crowd. But I don't think that, and if you watched him, it didn't seem to mitigate how deeply he felt for that young lady at the time, for her family at the time. And at, when you were watching it, his response to it was so genuine and so empathetic that it's the one good thing that kind of comes out of this is that you saw the humanity in him in that moment. And I think that it sparked some humanity in all of us. If you can get past the, the people who for some reason are still fighting for the idea of you don't need nets up. Do you want young people at baseball games or not? I hear people in baseball all the time complaining about how the game needs to get younger. I wouldn't dare take my, my five-year-old niece to a game and sit her anywhere other but on the upper deck, in a suite, or behind a net. I'm not sitting her behind the, the, the third base or first base line. Kids wander. You know that. 
I'm not taking my my three-year-old nephew and sitting him on the third baseline where I have to play goalie to protect him. And then, and then in the same breath, tell him, man, this is such a great game. Don't you love this? So I appreciate Almora being as honest as he was in sharing something that was so personal to him. And I, I think that we should answer his call, and I hope that Major League Baseball does. There are not too many things that I don't try and find middle ground for. I, I have no patience for this. None. Put the nets up. Make your game safer. Invite more kids to watch your safer game, and maybe they'll fall in love with it. I don't know. But I do know that Almora is 100% right that no one should be going to baseball games with the thought of, I have to protect my family. Like, at the root of it, how ridiculous is that? I got to protect my family. This is something that we're supposed to love, but I got to protect you when we go to the ballpark. It's ludicrous. So... That's how I feel about it. I, I, I'm probably not going to stop pounding the table on it. And I'm glad to have an ally like him in this fight. And now I want the rest of Major League Baseball to do the right thing. There, there's, there's really no good argument against it. Thanks for listening.